call. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So I want to really start from the beginning. Um, yeah, upbring- yeah. yeah, your upbringing and uh, where you grew up. All right, so so basically, I grew up on the uh, East Coast uh, in Connecticut. Um, I lived there until I was 18, and then when I graduated from high school, I went to college in L.A., so I lived in L.A. for seven years, and then I moved here. I, I didn't make music or anything um, until I actually moved here. So what uh, what drove you to want to come to and live in Australia? Oh, man, so it's kind of one of those weird things where, like, where I grew up in Connecticut, Connecticut's kind of like a, a forest um, and a bunch of houses and shit within a, a gang of trees. So, I mean, every summer I would catch, like, snakes. So, you know, I come in the house, and, and it's funny, but I would watch, like, Steve Irwin and shit like that on TV, and I was, like, always fascinated with Australia. So, ironically, um, after high school, after college, rather, I ended up getting a working visa, um, came out, stayed and then the visa laws were a bit different then and then i applied for temporary residency and permanent and ended up getting able to stay so yeah man just came out it was just always a place i wanted to visit awesome and um how'd you how'd you land in um, melbourne oh uh, just 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 chose actually uh there was a young lady that i knew here so i came here because she was here but yeah man um yeah i guess i guess that would be the reason that's 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 a brilliant reason, man. I don't, it's, it's a good reason. It's a good reason. It's a good reason. Change it. I wouldn't change it. Absolutely not. So, um, have you have have you enjoyed life in Australia so far? Oh man, I love it. Um, like I said, I'm I'm like a permanent resident now. Um, and I don't really plan on going back. Like for me, what's dope about Melbourne is that it's an energy that is enough for me to 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 blossom and get the kind of music out that I want to get out like it's such a creative energy like I got a, a gang of homies who are, who are all musicians who are all on the same type of raw creative energy flow as I am um, and there's no point for me to go back home to try to kind of manifest that same culture when I have it here so uh, that's the dopest part about it man like such a such a good connection such hungry artists out here and it's, it's just the best place that statistically right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can hear it obviously in your lyrics. And uh, as far as the sophomore EP, May Eleven, what what was the reason you chose the uh, the title of that? Yeah, so so May Eleven, um, I have a, I have five nieces. Um, my oldest niece, she she had cancer and she passed away. So her birthday was May Eleven. So I, I chose that that date or that title, you know, based on her. And then even on the album cover, if you look on the album cover, you see a little girl sitting there facing the camera. That's her. There's a, a older dude sitting next to her. That's my older brother. And then in the bottom corner, you'll see me. So there's like subtle sort of tributes to her. But yeah, man, it's just like the spirit of her. Because I, I wrote this EP around a time when she passed away. So it was like a gang of emotions and shit going on, like feeling isolated, feeling like anger. And just the whole mood of it is really captured in the EP. That's why I feel like it's to really understand it. You got to listen from start to finish, from like Oliver Lane all the way down to Tullamarine. And, and yeah, man, so it's, it's really like the mood of the time of life around the time when she passed away, if you would. And then May 11 was her birthday. Mm. So, yeah. So was, mm. Yeah, you're juggling lots of emotions. Like you can really um, tell in the, in the lyrics of it. It's so powerful and real soulful. Uh, as far as as a musician goes, is that something that you've always been? Well, I, I started, um, like I said, I didn't start making music mm. until I came to Melbourne. Mm. But before me actually making music, I was always into like writing poems. Um, 
last time I went back home, my mom showed me like this old poem and I wrote it. I was in fifth grade, bro. And it's trippy because the poem was written in like a such, such an advanced way for fit for uh, fifth graders. Mm. Um, and what it really helped me understand, which I never really knew was like words have always been a part of the way I understand the world. So I always had an infatuation with lyrics and, and it's funny that I'm a rapper, but I honestly feel like I could do any genre. And I, I listen to a lot of folk music, um, alternative. I hate, I hate genres, but for me about music, the main thing are the lyrics, you know what I mean? That's my love for it. And then rap just happens to be a genre where you can be as explicit as you want and unforgiving. So I, I like that approach, but man, just the love for, for lyrics is the, is the main thing that, that gets me the most. Yeah, I mean, I, I, when I was listening to the album the other day, I could really tell that a focus for you was your lyrics. I mean, you, some, some of it was just off the charts. And I want to start off with the last song, actually, which is actually my favourite, uh, Tom Marine. Um, yeah. Obviously, you being in Melbourne, um, Tom Marine's a nice part of Melbourne. Um, probably no, <clears throat> no, no part of it is part of the song, but uh, what's Tom Marine all about? Well, Telemarine's actually uh, the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for me, it, it was more so like a... So like I said, I, I, I'll take it back to the time when my niece passed away. Mm. I wrote I wrote Telemarine, like, with, with the airport in mind. Like, right mm. before I had to go back home for the funeral and all that shit, I got that beat. And it was kind of like me dreading going back. The spirit, I don't know, it was, it was more so like a thought or that started started me writing the song. I don't know if it's really reflected in there. It might be in the energy, but I was thinking about, fuck, I don't want to have to go to the airport. And, was, and the airport's name is Telemarine. You see what I'm saying? So it just flipped it from that way. But yeah, that's one of my favorite tracks too. The way it just rides through and you get the, the, the sample that plays, it's, it's really sweet. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, all, 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 of, all of your sounds, I mean, obviously, besides being a, you know, a terrific lyricist, the beats on, all, on this EP is off the charts. You know, that's, mm, thank you, man. The first thing I noticed, besides obviously your great lyrics, were, were the beach. Was that something you really concentrated on this EP about? Well, for me, um, it, it's still something that I'm trying to work on. Yeah. Because it's it's like I don't feel like there's a certain. I hate when I'm like boxed in and people yeah. say, "Oh yeah, you make this kind of music." Because, like I said, my thing is the lyrics, so that that takes me anywhere. So for me. I, what I do with, with beats is I'll, I'll do what's appropriate for that particular beat. Mm. So the beats are always important for me. So with this project, I was looking for stuff that really told stories, you know, and really that was within the mood of it. And I happen to have, like, just creative friends who we sit down and we have these conversations and we charge each other up. And then the product that we make instantly reflects those conversations. You know what I mean? So the instrumentation has that spirit of the shit that we were talking about already in it. Mm. So, um, yeah, man, the beats are very important. Mm. No, obviously the, the beats are really important to you. And and something also that I, I don't think is highlighted that much, but it's definitely... Yeah. Yeah, the other thing was um, the energy that you bring to each song. It's just a real powerful, really raw sort of energy. You there? Hello? Hello? Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll re-ask you this question if you can hear me. Um, just about your energy with with this EP. I mean, there's a lot of raw energy, you know, a lot of passion in this EP. Mm-hmm. 
it's just like I said, it was just the time of life, yes, you know. Yes. This this whole EP came from about like a four to six month period, yeah. um, and it was me just combing through so many songs. I might have did like over twenty songs during this time, and and these are the songs I just decided to sit on for the EP. But it was I just needed to get it out, man. It's it's like it, and even for music to follow, and and I'm sure you'll see like for me, it's all about the emotion. So it's mm. always going to have that appropriate emotion, whether it's you know, um, a bit on the moody side or it's a bit like fiery or whatever. Like I said, again, whatever is appropriate. So mm. that's just a part of who I am as an artist. I'm always going to have that same sort of fire with me to, you know, charge, charge whoever. Yeah. And of course you are working with, um, in one of the singles, number four figured I, uh, Mike Wang, how did that all come about? Oh man, Mike, Mike Wang, um, it's funny because I, I never, heard of Mike Wang until I went to a show. This was, this might have been maybe two years ago. Hmm. Um, I was hopping around going to a show and I seen the kid come up on stage and it was just like a lightning bolt struck the whole venue, the way the energy shifted. And I was like, fuck, that was cool. You know what I mean? And then, you know, we, like after that, we connected on, on social media and we've been chopping it up loosely and here and there. And then I wrote Figure Eye and he popped into my head maybe... As, as soon as I wrote the hook, he came into my mind. And I hit him up on Instagram. I was like, bro, I'm writing this song. It's not finished. I'm like six bars in, but I can hear you on it. As soon as I get an idea down, I'll send it to you. I sent it to him the next day, and he was on it like two days later. So I don't know. It's one of those things. Like That's the way I do stuff. Like, if, if, I, if I catch a vibe from a song, hmm. something or someone will stand out, and then I'll just respond from there. So, yeah, man, it was just, he, he felt he felt the same energy from it. Um, and, and that's the best thing about collaboration. And I love collaborating because it's just people people catch on to the same sort of uh, melody or yeah. the same sort of theme, and they create from there. So it's, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And you also, I mean, you have to be in that state of mind that, you, you know, that the other person knows who you are, knows your style. The other song I want to talk about with you is uh, Cherry Oak featuring Joe. How did... How that all come about? Because I, I love that song. Yeah, man, man, me too, me too, and thank you very much. Um, same, same, same sort of way. Mm. Like I wrote the song. Um, as you can hear, I'm singing the hook. So mm. I, I got so many songs at the bank where I'm just like singing, even though I can't really sing. But I was singing the hook. I I loved it that way, and I was like, I really need a, a female to sing on it. Mm. And then again, same with Mike Wayne. I found I saw Joe at. Uh, some some event around Melbourne, I think it was like a Let's Vibe or something like that, and she was singing. And I was, and I remembered her. We exchanged um, social media. We worked maybe once or twice in the studio before, and then as soon as I had her down to an idea, I contacted her, and she came over the next day, and we laid it. So, again, it's like the vision, man. When you write songs, I don't know. It's like you, you got to have the full vision, and then just execute it from there. And that's the that's the wonderful thing about being here in Melbourne is that. On um, on Oliver Lane, you know, I got, I got. These are all local. These these sounds and these beats. This is like lo a local thing of of those people who are here. Where, you know, everybody just catches on and want to be a part of something great. And and it's and it's so cool, man. But there's so many pieces that I couldn't have done without my friends here. You know, and it's a sweet thing. Well, that was the other thing I was gonna, you know, mention. I mean, coming from you know a, a totally different world to come to Melbourne, which is you know. As an Aussie, it's the for us. It's the mecca of music. How have you seen it? Um, obviously, uh, you know, as an outsider. Um, 
it's, it's funny because originally when I got here, people would always say to me, um, they would ask me if I ever heard of, of like Aussie hip hop or Aussie mm. rap. Mm. And they would play maybe one or two different artists. And I'm like, that surely that can't be it. Mm. And then the longer I got to be here, the more I got to, to meet other people, I realized like what it means to be like an Australian artist and then and whatever genre they put you in is mm. going to be so misrepresented. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So um, when I got here, at first the scene by label was, was really small. But then mm. once I got out and I got to experience the, the, the different, the actual artists who were here, mm. It completely shifted, man, mm. and it, and it's like, I don't know, it, it, it's you could totally feel, and I always say this to like my homies back home, even people here, like I totally feel like we're in like, uh, this is like a pre-time before like an explosion that's going to happen where people, the world is going to know about Australia, and then definitely Melbourne, um, in the next two years, like there's there's such an energy here, and and it's only going to pop. We already get international artists who come, and just the level of talent is it's only a matter of time. But it's it's dope to be here um, during this sort of evolutionary swirl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I was talking to a, a guy that uh, called Hunter Five Hundred Five. He's from the inner west in Sydney, and there's a lot mm. of the inner west. Um, if you ever go over there there's a, it's just it is it, it exploded almost overnight um like chilling it um yeah exactly you know, exactly and you know they, they have a huge following i think you know we should definitely get over there if you could i mean i think it'd be really great for your career yeah man i, I definitely want to i've been i've been checking out all that stuff yeah. on on social media and youtube and that's the thing like i, I feel like the, the narrative that artists have amongst each other kind of isn't appropriate to where the best thing that you can do as an artist is is collaborate. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you have to put the music out, but mm. it's like steel sharpens steel. Yeah. You get around people who you admire, people who admire you, and you challenge yourself. And it's only for the better good of, of what the fuck we're trying to do anyway. Like, mm. there's no individuals involved. Mm. It's about, you know, leveling up and, and, and just creating better. You know what I mean? I never understood anything less than that, but yeah. it's such a dope place to be, man. Well, that's the thing. I mean, one thing you you know, as you get more and more Australian, um, every single artist that I've ever met basically, you know, can trace their roots back to another artist, to another artist, to another artist, and we've done recording sessions with this person, that person. It's just Australian mm. Australian music as a whole is very connected. Yeah, and that, that's the best part. That's the way. That's what music is. Music mm. is a music. If you had to, you know, break down the word, it would surely have connectivity is a part of it. Mm. You know what I mean? So the, anything less than that is is just crazy. But it's totally, I don't know. Like I said, the world is going to know about what's going on here mm. like shortly. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Oh, yeah. And as far as for you guys, what's uh, what's up next? What's the next 12 to 18 months look like for you? Oh, man. Uh, so we got a show. We got a, a launch coming up on this Thursday at Grace Darling Hotel in Collingwood. Um, that's the first thing we got set. Um, we got a... Australian-wide or, or a national tour coming up soon as well at the top of the year. We don't have any dates set, but we'll be releasing them soon. Um, and then after that, just more music, man. I got a few features already in the bank. Um, I want to put out a few more singles. I got two videos for May 11 EP set to release, I'd say, December and January, if not a bit sooner. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just constant work from now. Like, no letting up. 
like I'm totally in a wonderful space creatively um, and, and creating constantly. So, yeah, man, it's just going to be just get used to the flow. You know, it's a wonderful thing. Awesome, man. I really can't wait to hear more about you because I think you're going to you're going to blow up and you're going to, you know, going to help Melbourne even more. So thank you so much for joining me today, bud. Love, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. No problem.